Hello, my love. Welcome back to Your Thriving Self, the podcast, the podcast that really teaches you how to become your thriving self, the version of you that is thriving in every single area of her life. I'm your host, Paola Hernandez, but you can call me Pau, and I am so happy to be here today. In this podcast, I'm going to let you know how you can prepare yourself to have one of the best transformations that you've ever had in 2023 and how to make this the best year that you've ever had. So I did want to start this podcast off with the three biggest lessons that I've learned this year, um, just so that you can take that with you so that you can also learn the same lessons that I did. So these top three lessons are the biggest by far for 2022. So the first lesson that I really want to share with you is that I learned that I have to spend time in deep reflection and finding the balance between work, rest, and play. So I made a whole entire podcast episode on the importance and the transformational power that deep reflection and resting has on your life. So make sure that you go listen to that if you haven't already. So I won't spend too much time on this lesson, but what is essentially I learned from this is that if you're not reflecting, then you're not integrating, you're really not soaking in the things that you've learned so far, the things that you've accomplished, because I have a really big history in not really um, seeing the progress that I've made. So I've always turned an eye to the progress that I make, the achievements that I, that I reach, the goals that I achieve. And this led me to be very unfulfilled um, in my day-to-day life because I just felt like I was going every day not accomplishing a damn thing. And that's not the truth. That is not reality. And it's because I wasn't sitting down um, to really think on the things that I accomplished. So um, when I did that, I actually started resting more because I was like, holy shit, I actually deserve this, you know? And I don't think that rest is something that should be deserved. Um, I do believe that rest is your birthright. So I feel like this is a great entryway to um, being more productive while you work and also resting while you rest. And that is the goal. So deep reflection has been so big for me because I've gotten so many ideas from reflecting and really spending alone time and deeply resting that I'm honestly not even the same person anymore because um, so many insights have come through for me. And I also have um, a member in your thriving self academy formerly known as the thrive community and i was like hey i think that you should definitely spend more time alone spend more time reflecting more time journaling on the things that you know just come up while you're spending that time reflecting and spending time alone and a week later she came back and she was like oh my god i've been spending alone time every single day like having me time where you know she's not scrolling on her phone she's not reading books she's not and like filling her mind up more, you know? So when you are reflecting, you're not, you're not 
inserting information. So listening to this podcast, you are inserting information. But if you don't really take time, maybe like five, 10 minutes afterwards to really just soak it all in and deeply reflect on the things that you learned on this podcast and you're not going to integrate it and you're not going to learn anything from it. So the same thing with a book. And that's the reason why I started the book club in Your Thriving Self Academy is because I noticed that I was reading books, boom, 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 and then I would just put them down, like self-improvement books that can really change your life, but I wasn't changing my life because I wasn't deeply reflecting on it, because I wasn't integrating the lessons that I learned, because I wasn't taking action behind that. So that's why I started the book club, because I was like, okay, if I talk to someone about this book and the things that I learned from this book and I'm reciting it, so I'm taking it out of my brain and I'm talking about it, then I'm going to integrate it and I'm going to start doing the things in this book. And the book club is like one of the best aspects of your Thriving Self Academy. Like, I love it. And it's called the Healing Book Club for a reason. But yeah, so I recommended that she take some alone time. And honestly, like she came back, she was like, yeah, I bought a new car. I felt like I um, didn't have the permission to. And I finally gave myself the permission and things like that. And it's just so amazing what can happen. You start to become more you unapologetically like you just become yourself more and more because you are starting to receive insights and just thoughts and I truly believe that that is like your higher self talking to you now I I highly believe in your higher self and I also call that your thriving self as well so um spending more time and deep reflection I really do believe that the amount of time that you spend alone really reflects on um, your ability to succeed at the things that you want to succeed in. And it's so, so important, especially if you are an ambitious person, you have so many goals. I definitely recommend um, spending more time alone, spending more time in deep reflection. Um, One way that I deeply reflect is um, by doing a weekly review on Sundays. And I really just answer about 14 to 15 questions and I'll put my uh, weekly review in the show notes below. So like all the journaling prompts that I use to make sure that I'm deeply reflecting on the week that I had and taking the things that worked with me and leaving the things that didn't work behind. So the second thing that I learned um, this year is that um, the more you make decisions that align with your authentic self, the happier you are going to be. So the more decisions that you make that are in alignment with who you really are and what you really want to do with your time, how you actually want to spend your time, then the happier you're going to be. Because sometimes... um, A lot of people talk about depression, right? And they don't really discuss or things like anxiety, uh, mental health problems that really don't allow you to fulfill your biggest potential, right? Like depression, anxiety, panic attacks, all of these things, it almost feels like it's a barrier, right? But we never really talk about 
the other causes to depression. And I do believe that when you are not living in alignment with your authentic self and really expressing yourself authentically, like you have to pretend to be someone you're not, the more depressed you're going to be because you're not really doing the things that you want to do and you're suppressing things like emotions, thoughts, beliefs. You get really like just suppressed and you're not expressing yourself creatively in the way that you want to. You're not hanging out with the people that you want to. You're doing things because you feel like you have to. So the more that you discover your authentic self, the more you are going to live in alignment with your authentic self. And the more you make decisions um, on a day-to-day like how you want to spend your morning. What, what do you want to drink water or do you want to drink coffee? What kind of breakfast do you want to make? What do you want to do with your time? The more you are living in alignment. And I feel like this is why a lot of couples um, also don't end up working together because when you're in a couple, someone has to um, compromise something, right? Like it's no longer just you and what you want to do. It's what we want to do. And sometimes there's someone that's compromising way more than the other person. And I really want to make a whole entire op- like podcast episode on this <laughs> alone, but there's always someone that's co- compromising more. And that person, the one that's compromising more is the one that is living out of alignment with themselves like they're eating what the other person wants to eat they're watching the things that the other person wants to watch they are doing the other things that the other person that wants to do just to make them happy you're putting your needs second right and the other person's happiness before yours and it might make you happy for a little while but if you're in this relationship for a long time you're going to grow um jealous and you're going to grow that resentment inside and you're just going to be like wow I don't feel like myself I feel like I lost myself in this relationship and that is because you're not living in alignment with your authentic self as much as possible so I think that um this year I really started to put that practice into play and it was so much fun. It was so much fun because um, although I wasn't spending as much time um, with my fiance that I usually would, um, I started doing things that I love, like things that I wanted to do with my time. And it's not that I don't love spending time with him. It's just that we were both compromising on spending every night together and he loves to play video games, right? Like He loves to stream and he loves to play Modern Warfare. He's a tech head. So he started spending more time gaming and doing the things that he loves. And I started spending more time reading, journaling, spending more time alone, cooking, baking, and um, really just doing the things that I wanted to do that brought me to life. And I feel like I'm so much more vibrant, so much more alive. And obviously I do still go through some hard times, but... um, yeah, I just feel like <laughs> the more that I make decisions for me and myself only, and I'm not thinking about anybody else, and it might sound selfish, and we have been um, really pushed and indoctrinated to think that if you put yourself first, then that's selfish and it's not a good thing. But if you don't, you're just going to be so unhappy and so unfilled. And then the third lesson is that Wow, this one was a really deep one for me and (laughs) it started because 
um, I was scripting out the first podcast episode and, um, in order to really bring this podcast out to life, I wanted to have an idea of what that podcast episodes would look like, the topics, and believe it or not, this isn't my first podcast. I started a podcast um, three to four years ago called Girl, You Got This, and I put out maybe like six to seven episodes, um, and then I stopped the pandemic started and then I stopped and I felt like I couldn't get back on the wagon. Like, oh my gosh, I stopped. I can't start over. And I remember the feeling of making the podcast and I just felt like such a failure. And it honestly, it was my first time starting a podcast. It was my first time speaking my mind. And if you don't know me, I have a really big fear of being seen and heard, which I'm working through and I'm doing so, so much better. However, um, I didn't know that then. (laughs) And it was really hard for me to use my voice. So my podcast kind of um, sounded like um, this. (laughs) And it was really hard for me to create podcast episodes and really just talk and speak my mind. Um, so it would take me hours and hours to make like one podcast episode. And I remember feeling so frustrated and just so defeated and deflated. Like, wow, this isn't for me. I can't do this. It's not easy. So I remember like really giving up. And so to prepare for this podcast, I decided to listen to my previous podcast just to see, you know, how I've improved, what ideas I had then, etc. And when I listened to this podcast, my heart broke because I remember just feeling like I sucked so bad. And when I listened to this podcast, I was like, wow, I was literally a genius. <laughs> I was so good at what I did and the ideas that I had and the way that I was empowering other women. Um, I was just living out my soul's purpose and it, my heart just broke. So my, the third lesson that I'm trying to say here is that I always had what I, what I needed to succeed. I always had the keys in my hand and even now, I still feel a lot of doubt um, creeping in and I can sense it. I have the self-awareness where I can point out where I'm feeling that self-doubt and where my limiting beliefs are really creeping back in so they don't take over, they don't hijack my system <laughs> or my mind. However, um, I still feel that doubt, right? I still struggle with it. Sometimes I'm like, is anybody listening to this podcast? What are they thinking? What are they saying? Oh my gosh, you know? And even right now, I have the keys. All I have to do is just use the keys and keep going. And that's exactly what I needed to hear three years ago is like, hey, you have everything that you need to succeed right here, right now. And it really hurt me to listen to that podcast episode and think of how I gave up because I felt like I wasn't enough, like I wasn't worthy, like I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. So um, I always thought that, you know, I needed to learn more. I needed to heal more. I needed to be skinnier. I needed to look a certain way. And honestly, that is only an illusion. So when I was prepping for this podcast, I really came to that conclusion like, I've always had the keys to the door and on the other side is everything that I want, right? And I just kept fumbling the keys at the door like <laughs> because these things that I'm talking about, they aren't 
new. They aren't new ideas. They aren't new concepts. These are things that have been on my mind for years. I've always been a self-improvement girly. However, I just at the time didn't think that I was enough. And sometimes, you know, um, I struggle with making content, putting myself out there. And it's just like, no, you already have everything that you need. So if you're listening to this right now, please, please take that with you. You have everything that you need to succeed right now. You don't need to be more. You don't need to, you know, learn more, heal more, etc. All you have to do is start taking action. And I wish that is something someone told me. So with this podcast, if you take those three lessons and you apply it to your life, you are going to have the biggest transformation of your life in 2023. So make sure that you write that down. You write them down on sticky notes. You have them everywhere so that you're integrating these lessons, right? You're not just listening to podcasts and it's going in one ear and out through the other. That's not what we want to do. We don't need more information. We need more application and integration. Before we hop into the second part of this podcast, I wanted to take a second to let you know about Your Thriving Self Academy, which was formerly known as the Thrive Community, which is my online coaching platform. And if you're looking to make 2023 your best year yet, and you probably are because you clicked on this podcast episode, then Your Thriving Self Academy is perfect for you. It has everything that you need to truly change your life from the inside and out and so that you can thrive in literally any area of your life. We have the Thrive community in there so there's already about 60 women in this community um, ready to support you, ready to help you through this transformation and you also get my support as well. You get me as your coach and you also get the academy portion of it masterclasses, life-changing masterclasses every month, self-care events where we practice self-care together and we do a lot of somatic body work to release emotions and trauma from our bodies. We have accountability clubs. So if you have a specific goal that you want to reach this year, then the accountability club is perfect for you because I hold you accountable to the things that you want to do. So there are about two events a week in your Thriving Self Academy. So it's not one of those, you know, programs where it's like a self-study course. No, like it literally covers every single base for you to provide you with that transformation that you truly, truly want and desire. So I am looking forward to having you as a member. And if you have any questions or if you want to sign up, if you feel a pull, then listen to that pull, listen to that nudge and book a clarity call with me so that I can enroll you, so that I can tell you a little bit more about what to expect and just give you some more details because I don't want to spend too much time in this podcast really telling you everything that you get because I can go on for like a solid 20 minutes <laughs> about everything that you're going to get as a member and what your transformation will look like and why it's perfect for you. So 
When you get the chance, just go to the show notes and book that clarity call with me. I'm looking forward to talking to you. I'm looking forward to get to getting to know you. I'm so excited at the thought of just having you and your Thriving Self Academy. <laughs> All right, back to uh, the podcast. So this is how you are going to make the most out of this new year, the most out of 2023. I want you to first set an intention for the new year. And once you set that intention, put it somewhere where you'll remember, okay? Don't write it in your journal and then completely forget about it. It's so important to set intentions because they are the sail to your boat. Aaron Daughtry, he put it best. You have to think of your intention as the sail to your boat. Without the sail, you are just a boat floating in water and you're going to get dragged in whatever direction the wind is blowing. However, if you have a sail and you you have that sail and you really dictate in what position or what direction that you are going to go in and you're really going to sky that boat and you're going to have control over that boat and I hope that I didn't watch that but (laughs) that's pretty much it so make sure that you set an intention for the new year before the new year even starts so that way you know in which direction you are going the second thing that I want you to do is to reflect on the things that happened to you this year. What lessons did you learn and how can you integrate those lessons? When you integrate a lesson, you are moving in accordance with that lesson learned. So you're not making the same mistake over and over again. So important to set some time and really um, focus on what happened to you this year. I really like to go month by month. So like January, these are the biggest events. These are the lessons I learned. Um, and going month by month and really reflecting on that. And honestly, it is so, so good to reflect on the lessons that you've learned, what you're grateful for, what people you're grateful for. And that is exactly what we are going to do in um, the end of the year retreat in your Thriving Self Academy. And by the time that this podcast goes live, I think that it's already going to have taken place. But as a member, you get everything. You get all the replays. So this would be a perfect time to set an intention and reflect on the things that happened to you this year. It's going to be a really beautiful, beautiful and healing event. Then I recommend to do some type of somatic release to release the baggage that you've been storing all year. And somatic work is just body work. So you have things like talk therapy, right? Where you talk about your emotions. You have things like journaling where it's really mind work. All of this is things that have to do with your mind, but your body keeps the score, right? And you have a lot of energy a lot of trauma, a lot of emotions really stuck in your body and somatic work is the only way to really rid yourself of these things. So that's like things like dancing, right? Doing ecstatic dance, um, doing things like breath work, um, stretching it out, etc. Doing some yoga. So doing some type of body work to release yourself of all of the stagnant energy that is holding you back and should not come with you in 2023. So my favorite type of somatic work is breath work, it's dancing, and it's stretching. Um, And there's so many other things that you can do, especially with like 
guided people. Um, there's so many people on the internet that you can find. Like there's an abundance of practitioners and just find one, choose one and do some type of somatic release so that you're not taking that energy with you in 2023. And honestly, I don't really think that enough people are talking about the importance of somatic work and your transformation. We think that it's all mindset stuff, but it's not. It's body stuff as well, which we do in your Thriving Self Academy as well. (laughs) Um, And then I really want you to ask yourself, what are you letting go of this year? What people, what places, what things, what beliefs, what thoughts, what emotions, what are you letting go of this year? Make a list and again, make a list and keep looking at it throughout the year and remember that you have let these things go and you're not taking them with you in 2023. The other thing that I want you to do is to live in alignment with your authentic self, okay? Just like the lesson that I told you earlier, the more that you do this, the happier that you are going to become because living out of alignment is what causes you to feel stuck, to feel depressed, to feel anxious, to feel unhappy, to feel unfulfilled, to be sad. So the more you do this, the more you become your thriving self and you experience the things in this life that you really want to experience. The next thing that I want you to do is to prioritize yourself, okay? Stop people-pleasing and start setting boundaries for yourself, okay? So this goes in hand-in-hand with living in alignment because sometimes you're not going to want to do the thing, you know, the thing that your best friend invited you to and you really don't want to do, but you keep saying yes because you feel like you have to, because you feel like you're going to be disliked if you do the things that you really want to do. But the only question that matters here is, do I like me? Do I like the things that I want to do? And if the answer is yes, keep doing that. (laughs) Keep doing the things that makes your heart happy. Keep doing the things that you know that you have the desire to do and start saying no to the things that are no longer serving you, the things that are holding you back, the people, the events, everything. So prioritize yourself in 2023 and you're going to see that. Um, it's going to suck at first if you're not someone that is like really good at setting boundaries for yourself. It's going to be a little hard, but the more you start setting boundaries, the more you start saying no, the more you start putting yourself first, the less you start pleasing other people, the better it's going to feel, right? And the more you protect yourself, your energy, your money, your time, these are all limited resources that you protect with boundaries. The more you do that, the more you're actually going to be able to give to other people because you're finally giving to yourself first. And that is how we have enough to go around, right? Because we've already done the things for ourselves. So this year, well, next year in 2023, I want you to start prioritizing yourself, start setting boundaries, stop people pleasing, and really protect your limited resources like your time, like your energy, and like your money. Another thing that I really, really want you to do is to gauge your capacity every single day. So every morning we wake up with a different capacity to do things. Our energies are 
um, our energy levels really ebb and flow. So they can be high one day, medium the next day, and low the, the day after that, or it can go from low to high, high to low, etc. So if you wake up in the morning, and I really want you to think of this like a battery, right? Um, I want you to think of yourself like a battery and gauge how you're feeling this morning, right? And you're just like, hmm, I'm feeling like I'm at 40% today. However, if you max out your capacity by the end of the day, you didn't give 40%, you actually gave 100% because you maxed out your capacity. The more you put this into practice, the happier you are going to be because every day is not going to be the same and you have to. You have to stop expecting yourself to perform the same every single day. And usually when we expect ourselves to perform the same every day, we are actually um, comparing our performance to our best day. Like, wow, the, the day that I did X, Y, Z and I did this and this and this. And, you know, today I only did this. You know, we're usually comparing ourselves to our best day ever, and that's not fair. It's so not fair for us to do that. We have to learn how to gauge our capacity in the morning and be like, I am capable of this today. And when you do that and you fulfill that, you are winning and you are feeling good. You are feeling achieved. You are feeling motivated because you're no longer setting the bar you know, to the stars every single day. And you're actually setting the bar to where you can reach it on a daily basis. And it is so good because, again, you start feeling that fulfillment um, within yourself. You're not living every single day feeling unfulfilled, like you are lazy or you're unproductive when that's not true. And especially if you are a woman, you are on a 28-day cycle. And according to your hormones, <laughs> no two days are the same. So you're not going to feel your best. I mean, you're not going to feel the same way when you're ovulating as when you are on your period. Two separate sides of the coin. You're going to feel amazing and fantastic while you're ovulating. Like you can take, take down the world. And then when you're on your period, you're just going to be like, I need some rest. And when you learn to gauge your capacity every single day, you're going to be like, okay, I'm not feeling that well. I'm not feeling that energetic. I'm going to do this today. And if I do that thing, then today was a win. So once I started doing this and I started um, telling my clients, my one-on-one -on -one clients to do this as well, um, it started to change their lives. Like they started feeling so good by the end of the day instead of feeling lazy, unmotivated, and productive. The more that we beat ourselves up, the more we are going to feel like shit. The more we criticize ourselves and we are our biggest critics and we compare ourselves to our best day, the more we are manifesting the same thing over and over and over again. The only way through is through self-compassion. So learn how to gauge your capacity every day and make your to-do list based on that capacity, okay? Let's stop reaching for the stars. Let's stop expecting ourselves to perform the same every single day. Um, and we're going to be more productive this way. You're going to feel like 
mm, maybe it's not like I'm, I'm not going to do the same. I'm not going to achieve the things that I want to by doing one thing per day. But you're actually not going to achieve anything the more you beat yourself up. <laughs> because if you're too busy calling yourself lazy and unproductive, you're actually not doing anything. So definitely think about that, okay? The next thing that I want you to do is to not sabotage your year or your goals, okay? So let's really try to end our self-sabotaging patterns. A lot of people see some results and then they go back and then they're stuck in this start-stop cycle where they have to keep starting over with their goals. They lose the weight, they gain the weight, they gain the weight, they lose the weight, etc. You get what I'm saying. Do not be the version of yourself that allows you to sabotage your goals. And I really want to make a whole entire podcast episode on sabotage and self-sabotage and why we do it. Um, I remember in 2021, um, I went viral on TikTok. My TikTok got like 3 million views. Um, and from that TikTok, I gained like 60,000 followers. Um, and I sabotaged the shit out of my TikTok because, um, I, it was really triggering my fear of being seen and heard and I stopped posting. I ghosted everyone and I self-sabotaged. I completely like went on self-destruct mode because so many people saw me and that was like my biggest fear and I got criticized and people made videos of me and it was just a really traumatic experience, but it was also me self-sabotaging because had I not self-sabotage I would have taken that opportunity and just ran with it continued making content but no I was way too hard on myself I was criticizing myself too much and I was scared go for that thing go for your goals do it without remorse and just go for it and do not sabotage your year or your goals and if you want to learn a little bit more about your self-sabotage definitely go ahead and book that clarity call with me so that we can talk about um your self-sabotaging patterns because everyone is different and then um i really need you to like get this one this one thing right okay make sure that you give yourself enough time to actually achieve your goals because when we try to reach goals we actually don't give ourselves enough times because we want the results yesterday we are very impatient we live in a very amazon prime world and we expect the results instantly and um usually that's not what happens okay it takes time to make money it takes time it takes time to lose weight it takes time to get that promotion and the more you expect yourself to achieve those things in record time the less it's actually going to happen okay so we rely on achieving those goals to then be happy in a specific time frame and um that is just so backwards <laughs> and I really hope that you don't do that this year. Please give yourself, you know, six, three, six, nine, twelve months to really achieve your goals and take small daily steps every single day to get there and focus on the steps and the daily tasks that you need to do 
instead of the results. So don't be so results-based. Be very systems-based, day-to-day based, and fall in love with the journey. Fall in love with what you're doing. Fall in love with the actions that you need to take every single day, and then the results will come. So don't say, I'm going to make 10K by March or April. You know, give yourself enough time to set yourself up for those 10K months to lose that weight, to tone your body up, to, um, you know, whatever it is that you want. Those are the only goals I can think of right now because they're the easiest and most common. But make sure that you're giving yourself enough time to reach your goals. Be patient, okay? Be patient with yourself, be patient with your body, be patient with the change that you're trying to make because um, oftentimes goals are goals because um, they haven't come into our lives yet. And usually they don't come because we have trauma, we have triggers, we have this and this. So we have to break patterns, lifelong patterns of eating, of working out, of doing work a certain type of way. So we have to allow ourselves time to break those patterns so that we can reach those goals. So lifelong patterns you are breaking. So that requires a lot of time, a lot of patience. And the more patience you have and the more time you are willing to take on this goal, the more, more, the more successful you're going to be. And then I need you to get some support, okay? If you feel like you are struggling and you've been struggling for the last few years, like you're someone that sets a lot of goals in the beginning of the year and you feel the magic of the new year, but then, you know, February, March, April rolls around and you're still stuck in the same patterns, get some support, get some mentorship, be a part of a community surround yourself with people who have the same goals as you because the hardest thing that you can possibly do is to set a goal and have people around you that don't normalize that goal right so you want to be a part of a community where your goal where your actions that you want to take on a daily basis are normal right so if you don't want to watch tv but instead you want to read more every single night but you're around people that watch TV all day, you're not, you're not going, the likelihood of you actually following through with that is going to be very unlikely because as humans, we just want to fit in, right? We want to be accepted by the crowd. So if you are surrounded by people that want to watch TV, they're going to be like, what's wrong with you? Why are you reading a book? You know, we don't do that. (laughs) So the more you are going to feel the pressure to watch TV, but if you surround yourself with people or you are part of a community where all of your goals are normalized, then you are more likely to succeed. So get yourself a mentor, get yourself a coach, get yourself a community to catch you whenever you are falling down. This is how you are going to have the most successful 2023 because you have the support necessary to really achieve the things that you want. Okay, so every time that you forget who you are, there's someone there to remind you. When you forget your goals or when you fall off your goals, you have someone there to remind you of what your goals are and to keep you accountable for those goals. So make sure that you're surrounding yourself 
with a mentor, with a community, with a coach. I don't even care if it's not me, okay? Like just surround yourself with people who inspire you and you will see that you are going to transform so much faster and I know that I told you to be patient. However, if you are stuck in the same patterns and the same cycles for years, then something has to change, right? So if you're someone that struggles, you know, every single year and you're getting really frustrated with yourself because you're not achieving the things that you want to achieve and it's been years, then get support, do something different, okay? The the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and um, expecting a different result, right? We have to do different things this year to get different results than what the next year. Okay, <laughs> that was confusing. We have to do different things next year so that we don't get the same results that we got this year, okay? So we have to switch things up. And honestly, I can say that once I got a coach, once I really got that support, that's when things started changing for me because there was someone to point out my patterns every single time. It's a little hard to point out your patterns yourself and to always have that self-awareness. But yes, so those are the things that you need to do. And if you do these things, you are going to have in amazing 2023 please take down these lessons please write them somewhere come and revisit this podcast episode whenever you feel like you've lost track of what you wanted to accomplish in 2023 if you need a little reminder of what you need to do come back to this podcast episode I'm out of breath. (laughs) Thank you so, so much for listening. I'm sending you so much love and I'm going to talk to you next week. Um, It's next week is going to be episode eight and it's going to be the last episode of the season because I am doing this podcast in seasons. It's not going to be a weekly thing and I'm going to have about three to four seasons a year that are eight episodes long so next episode is going to be the last episode of the season for maybe like four weeks and then the 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 podcast is going to come back I think in like March or no 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 February it's going to come back in February so um, stay tuned for the next episode and if you haven't already please give this podcast a rating I am looking forward to seeing your review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. It just helps so much and it also just brightens up my day when I know that this podcast is being well received by you. And book that clarity call. The link is in my bio to join your Thriving Self Academy for 2023. And again, I have all of the journaling prompts and the lessons written out for you in the show notes. So make sure that you check out the show notes. I love you so much and I'll see you next week.